Welcome to Go Find Out, the Career Switch Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, career coach, and speaker, bringing you actionable ideas from knowledgeable guests on how to successfully kick your fears to the curb to go after your career goals. You can find more episodes by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to Go Find Out, the Career Switch Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 67. On today's show, I'll be interviewing Emily A. Hay about her journey of founding Hey There Social Media and how she created a social media training program for busy moms. But first, let's jump into my personal update. Hello, career switchers. I don't know if it's like been the full moon or what, but I have felt pulled in a million different directions with tech-related creative projects lately. I've really had to make an effort to write my creative ideas down in order to get back to focusing on the projects that I still have at hand. I am still working on completing book four in the Artemis Necklace series, but I am almost finished with that. Part of the problem is that after NaNoWriMo ended, I actually stopped tracking my daily word count on that project, and that led me to skipping out on writing completely on some days. And then I just stopped writing at all over the holidays, which is not great. So to get myself refocused, I have created a daily word count goal and jumped back onto NaNoWriMo where I can track my word count and track my progress. For some reason, doing that really seems to help me hold myself accountable and that way actually hit my writing goals. So hopefully I finish soon. I've also been trying out a new audio editing tool that's specifically for podcasts. It's called Descript. And so far I'm kind of in love with it. I need to watch a few tutorials on how to like maximize its potential, but so far I am really impressed by what it can do. And this is not a promo for it or anything like that. Don't worry, it's, I'm not an affiliate or anything with them. Um, so when you upload the audio to Descript, it automatically transcribes it. And then, and this is the really cool part, you can literally go through that transcription and delete the filler words or places where you flubbed the line. And by deleting the actual word from the transcription, it deletes the audio associated with that word. It's kind of crazy. It's really neat. Um, I know I am totally nerding out over it, but if I can get better at using it, then it could save me so much time on the editing side. And even better, if I can learn to use it for editing video, then maybe I could add video to this podcast. But I will try not to get too far ahead of myself here. On the career switch side of my personal updates, I completed a LinkedIn learning certification for learning and development design. It took about eight hours, so it wasn't terrible. I also completed a few other LinkedIn learning courses just to see what I might be interested in pursuing on sort of the tech side. And once I did that, I had a much better idea of what I'm actually really interested in and what I wanna pursue more official education and training in. So because I was able to complete so much in that free one month time period, I ended up actually going ahead and canceling my premium subscription to LinkedIn since I don't think that I'll do any more unofficial courses on there. So really, I completed about 20 courses, including the eight-hour course, during my one-month free trial of LinkedIn Learning. In my estimation, I thought that was really useful for giving me an opportunity to check out what I like, and that way I can dig a little bit deeper into the topics that really intrigue me. And while a LinkedIn Learning course or two can be really helpful on my resume, the courses aren't going to provide that hands-on training that will help me actually land a role in a new field. So next will be either a MicroMasters from the University of Maryland via edX, or I'll pursue UX UI design through the Avocademy Bootcamp. I'm honestly really leaning towards the Avocademy Bootcamp at this point because it seems really interesting to me. 
I'll keep you guys posted. But for now, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Emily A. Hay. Today, I'm speaking with Emily A. Hay, who founded Hay There Social Media, a company that delivers social media marketing services to local and national businesses. She also started a six-week social media training program for busy moms who need more flexible employment, and that's kind of what we'll be focusing on today. So welcome to the show today, Emily. Thank you, Jen. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super stoked to be chatting with you. And before we kind of dive into the social media training program, I would love to hear like what led you to actually start your company, Hey There Social Media. Gosh, thank you for the question. And and again, just so excited to talk to your career switchers <laughs> today. This will be yeah. so fun. When I think about what led me to start Hey There, mm-hmm. I I go back to a story that starts with a girl, <laughs> a girl that had an entrepreneurial spirit and a desire to always be a mom. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up with two parents that worked nine to five and my mom worked because she had to, you know, it was, it was just part of our family's economics. Mm-hmm. So my, my parents always encouraged me to find my talents that I could use professionally, but they didn't have any entrepreneurial experience to expose me to, or, or even help me develop. Mm-hmm. So I went to marketing, I went to college for marketing. Marketing was my field of study and I worked in sales. You know, didn't okay. know what, what marketing meant. So first job out of college, got into sales. And it was in that chapter of working in sales that I entered corporate America. So it was through that job that I was exposed to what working mom life was like. Mm-hmm. I was not a mom at the time. Um, but again, seeing, seeing colleagues, seeing people that had climbed the ranks in sales and women that became moms. And so I just really saw that there was such minimal accommodation for women right. who had a baby. Um, I mean, we're, we're in the, in the throes of that right now, but six weeks off daycare, 40 hours a week, rinse and repeat with each child you had. Mm-hmm. And so that just wasn't a fit with my entrepreneurial spirit or desire to be a mom. So I knew I needed to find a way to work for myself. Nice. So fast forward to 2009 mm-hmm. and social media became my opportunity to freelance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I started doing social media marketing for small to medium sized businesses. Mm. I started with a brick and mortar business that was spending money on yellow page ads. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they said, okay, well, here's what we're spending. What can you do to get us on this thing called Facebook? Mm-hmm. And we'll just pay you instead. So um, they were my first client and I slowly took on more clients and built a team of moms who worked flexibly on their terms. Hmm. And we've been helping businesses build their digital footprint on social media ever since. That's so cool. And I, there's so many things about that, like 2009, you know, like you were saying, like social media was kind of just burgeoning and really taking off. And now there are so many different social media platforms that one could potentially market their services on that they could use somebody to assist them with. And I can only see that growing, to be honest, you know, with with you know, companies like Facebook Meta, right? Um, mm-hmm. Starting their own metaverse. I can only imagine the opportunities that are going to kind of come from that for more, you know, social media marketing uh, positions. Absolutely. I, I feel like you and I do not even need to convince any listeners that social media <laughs> is, is here, is growing, right. is evolving, and it changes fast. Yes, absolutely. And so to kind of shift back to starting your company, did you did you have any like fears when you first went to start it? Yes, I mean tons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I you know when I talk about starting as a freelancer, I mean I I look at that as almost a a, a chapter, right? Fast forwarding mm-hmm. to 2019 when I really 
just before the pandemic, it just got clarity that there was even a next chapter. So um, with the training program. So I guess fears when starting the company, I don't know about you, Jenny, but I'm someone who likes to have all the answers before I get going. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, which doesn't really jive with an entrepreneur. So that always held me back as a fear. And Mm. I constantly asked myself, was I doing it right? You know, air quotes, was I doing this right? Right. And professionally from, um, you know, seeing my parents to being a child of the 80s, growing up, college, everything, hearing work-life balance, I I felt like that was the litmus test for doing your, your career, your profession correctly. And it was through um, starting my company that work-life integration at least freed me from those fears. Mm. So yes, tons of fears. Yeah. And do you feel like that you have any specific habits that have helped you to be successful with your business, you know, or just in social media management overall? That's such a great question because again, you go from fears and you think, well, what if you really had to distill down what makes, you know, your path easier or more successful? I, I feel like I have two things. And I, I weave these into you know, what we teach women today. But the first thing I would just say is never assume a prospective client knows how you can help them. Oh. So what, whatever business you do, whether you're a writer, whether you're a social media marketer, whether you're an accountant, mm-hmm. you are the expert. Right. And it's not your prospective client's job to understand what you do. Mm-hmm. as well as you as well as you know. And I think so many experts and again thinking of freelancers in particular, mm-hmm. you're out there and you're like I'm confident I know what I'm doing and anyone should be thrilled to work with me. I find that sometimes the first hurdle and what can get you to success is just bringing it back to not assuming that that business knows how you can help them. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you Jen, one of the one of the documents that I have literally used since 2009 is a good old fashioned menu of services. Hmm, okay. Yeah, because again, it just breaks it down into you have a prospective client and they, you know, you can help them. Mm-hmm. They're interested in hearing how you can help them, but now you need to have this knowledge transfer. And generally, a menu of services can just get a conversation going. Yeah. And it can go from there. That's one of the things I would say has um, been really helpful to success. Um, the other thing I would add is being an extra miler. Now you can you can file this under your value system. You can file this under you know your personality. But being an extra miler is something that to me is pivotal with success because it's so much easier to keep a current client than find a new one. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a sales adage. That's that's you know tried and true in business. But there's literally dollars and cents attached to that. It's cheaper to keep a current client than go out and find a new one. Mm-hmm. So if you are the extra miler, and again thinking of a freelancer. You have a project, you have a scope of work, you have quoted a fee. It's very easy to force yourself to always stay in those boundaries. Mm. And I'm not suggesting that you should abuse those boundaries or just do whatever is needed at any time, all the time. Mm -hmm. But when you're an extra miler and you just do what's needed at the moment, that client is going to come back to you over and over and over again. And they're going to give you more of their share of wallet and they're going to refer you. And I look back over 10 years of business and saying, huh, I never really had to source leads. And I would just casually say, we're a word of mouth shop. It's Mm. because we're extra milers. 
That's awesome. And you're totally right because I have found that with, you know, I have a career coaching and resume writing service. And even when I was worked for a traditional employer, when I left there, some of my clients followed me and were willing to pay for services that had been previously free because they knew what I brought to the table. So you're totally right about that. Oh, I love hearing that story. I mean, that that's also hinged on the relationship you built with them, mm-hmm. you know, the quality yeah. of your work and that they kept you in mind. Um, we'll, we'll often joke that if a client depending on your field of business, you know, if they ask you to do something that's outside of your expertise, at first you should pat yourself on the back <laughs> because <laughs> right. they thought of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it comes down to figuring out if it's the right fit. But yes, it, it's a win for any, any freelance professional if the client comes to you and asks for more. Yes. Yeah. Well, those, I, I love your, your two like recommendations for being successful. I think those are really great. When you when you actually started Hey There Social Media, did you have plans to start the social media training program for moms or was that kind of something that actually came about later? Oh, that's a fun question. That <laughs> that allows me to, to go back into the subconscious, right? And say like, well, mm. I don't know, you know, did I? And I guess um, since, since we started our conversation about, you know, I, everything shapes us when we're younger, I've always been someone who's willing to invent the wheel, but not reinvent it. I get very frustrated at times when it comes to, wait a minute, I've already thought this through. I've already put this together. Why am I reinventing the wheel? Mm. So when I started Hey There, I thought about how it would be amazing to create systems that could someday be leveraged in ways that I couldn't quite see. And I think that's something a lot of um, freelance professionals resonate with of getting, you know, your business is in your head. And if you can, if you can systematize um, yes, we have tools today that literally allow you to automate things. But I remember thinking, okay, I will put in the work and I will invent the wheel, but I will not reinvent it. So mixing that with really at my core, my motivation to help women who want to work flexibly, but don't know how, I suppose the training has always been subconsciously driving my work. So <laughs> that maybe we, we consider, hey, there social media, the agency is inventing the wheel. And now I, I feel that I'm, I'm doing my life's work by teaching others how to do what we do so they don't have to reinvent it. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. <laughs> and I keep just calling it in general, the social media training program for moms, but it's actually called insider social media training, right? Yes, yes. In fact, um, I, sh- I should probably just say that insiders, you know, we, we <laughs> go around, wait a minute, what, why are these people called insiders? Well, when people enrolled in our program, we felt like trainees, my air quotes, you know, trainees felt so limited Mm -hmm. and grads felt too final. So that's where we came up with insiders because we are work-life integrators. We are intrepid. We are insightful, inspired, innovative. You're a writer, Jen. You get where I'm going with my I-N words. Right, right. (laughs) That makes sense. So, um, So that's the origin of the name. And this training program, we look at it as a premier program that offers the content um, of a skill set, but we also have the ongoing support that we feel is so pivotal to making this something that isn't just a one and done, learn something and, and never do anything with the training. So I guess the the way I would describe it, it's a six-week program okay. and it really focuses on the services that a social media manager can offer and how to deliver them. Because again, we do this work every day ourselves. Going back to the client piece, how to get them, but how to keep them. Hmm. And with the ongoing support, that is the insider program. This um, this is something philosophically, I'm not, I didn't want to create something that was train and release, like have a nice life. Good luck with right, everything. Good luck. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe grads felt so final, mm. but I also didn't want to fill the world with lonely freelancers. Right. You know, that's, that can be such a, an isolating existence. So the goal with the insiders program, the ongoing support, having professional development sessions, 
having each other, you know, having that lifeline for each other, but also for clients, you know, clients get pretty excited to think, well, I have a social media manager, but she has a, a, a group that she can go back to and, and get new ideas if needed. That's a good point. Yeah. And now is the insider social media training program, is it something that women can do like while still maybe working somewhere else? Yes. I love that about the career switch podcast that you're so mindful of that because it's unrealistic to say, just stop your life as you know it today and start something new. Right. And we're right, not even exactly. talking about the economics mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> so, so my answer is definitely Definitely. This is something that women can do while working elsewhere. We actually say this is for any mom, anytime, anywhere. And yeah, we teach live sessions each week, but sessions are recorded for that whole on-demand access so that you can, of course, go through them anytime at your convenience. That's awesome. So if your only time is when you're getting up in the middle of the night to like nurse your baby, <laughs> then you can actually complete some some training that has been recorded. Yeah, we can be productive any time of day, don't we? We can be that way. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And now does your program like help women, and you kind of mentioned this earlier, does your program help women connect with like potential social media prospects or train them and how to like source their own client leads? So that, yes, Jennifer, that was something that, again, philosophically, I wanted to look at ourselves as, as business owners training future business owners. Nice. And you need to be able to find, close, and keep their own portfolio of business. So we, we have modules, we have sessions that are completely dedicated to prospecting and to help our insiders be able to do that. In fact, of all of our sessions, we only have one that is a two-parter and it's prospecting and closing business. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's it's just one of the ways that we put our money where our mouth is and we say, you know, we need to, of course, train you to be able to do this. But as a social media business, organically leads come our way and we filter them off to our pool of insiders. Oh, nice. Right now, it's a very high-touch experience. When I talk to a prospective client, I, I let them know I'm going to put my matchmaker hat on and head to our, our pool of insiders and source the right candidate or candidates based on a number of things. So yeah, in short, our program does provide leads you know, to the women that, that we so deeply believe in because we train them. <laughs> right, right. Yes. And, um, and I, look at, I look at our business, Jen, as an ecosystem. We need to train the women to become social media managers, but then connect them with the businesses that are looking for their help. So there's that, I don't know if you're a visual person, I think of those, those rotating arrows showing us the insiders and the businesses that need them. Right. And I think it's so interesting because, I mean, technically your students could be competition to each other, right? Because they're all looking for social media management opportunities to freelance. Do you find that that is an issue at all or is it a pretty positive ecosystem? So maybe instead of competition, it's more of a coopetition. Oh my gosh, what a great word that is. I have stolen that from <laughs> I a, love that. somebody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jenny, when I explained our training program to someone I had known for years, they said, so you're training your competitors. <laughs> so you hit the nail on the head. These, these people are going to do what you do the way you do it for the same people you do it for. Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes, but there's enough of them out there. Like there is enough business out there for everybody. Yeah. And, and again, it's moving so fast and there's so many different ways that businesses need social media marketing help that, that yes, I mean, we train a skill set that we also deliver, but have not seen any sort of whatever the opposite of abundance is. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But there's no li- you know, limitation to the number of businesses out there that need them. And I'll tell you that with the, as I said, as the matchmaker, heading over to our pool of insiders, 
there is definitely a collaborative spirit. There is no, well, wait, whoever gets it first because it's, hey, who has bandwidth right now? Mm. You know, who genuinely vibes with this business? There are also key criteria like any client would have, like some clients care what time zone the person is on. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and some and some might say, you know, I, I prefer someone with experience in XYZ. So it's it's actually shaking out to to be able to find the right fit without any sort of competitive vibe. Nice, that's so cool. And- what advice would you give to someone who's interested in building a career in social media management? The advice I would give any person interested in building a career in social media management would be do not disqualify yourself. Mm, okay. I think that resonates with us women in particular. Mm-hmm. Again, you're a career coach. How many times do we see that if there's a job listed and there's 10 criteria, women feel we need to have 11 of the 10 criteria before yeah, we even apply, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say that in general, this, this is such a learnable skill set. And I know you are a big proponent of just getting going, like be yes. scrappy, just learn what you need to. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at, there's three qualities for anyone interested um, in, a, in a social media management job, career, you know, freelance opportunity. And so mm-hmm. I, I sum those up as one, are you creative? You don't have to be, you know, some crazy illustrator, but someone who is creative enough in spirit to be Mm -hmm. able to think outside the box. And that might mean visually, that might be in copyright, that can be in a number of of different avenues. But just having a creative energy is is a huge quality that can make you successful. Mm -hmm. Um, Another quality would be being a clear communicator particularly in written form. Um, you blow me away, Jenny, when you talk about your, your three to four books a year goal. I mean, I can, I can crank out a blog post, <laughs> but being a writer is a, is a massive skill set. but you don't have to be a full blown, you know, published author. As long as you can write social media posts, blog posts, again, a business is hiring you to mm-hmm. represent them in written form on social media. So being a clear communicator in written form is a strong quality to have. And the last thing I would say is being social media savvy. So maybe having a working knowledge of social media, I I, I often say that the women we train are not brand new to social media. And that can mean personally, you know, the program is not for someone who may not know the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook profile. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah, you don't have to know how to do Instagram ads, but maybe you're someone who purchased from an Instagram ad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So just being social media savvy and having that working knowledge, um, you know, oh yeah, you know, I use, uh, to to say I use Pinterest to look up, you know, inspiration for house projects or something, but I don't really know how to make all the pin boards. That's okay. That's the working knowledge. So those are the three qualities I'd say you need to be successful. That makes total sense. And my assumption too is you don't need to be familiar with every form of social media or every social media platform. I need to add that to the list. You're exactly right, Jenny. (laughs) Back to the don't disqualify yourself. If you say, oh, I know all of these networks except TikTok, like never been on TikTok. Well, if you've watched an Instagram reel, you'll be able to pick up TikTok pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, just the nature of it changes so quickly and, you know, 
there'll be another network next week, next month, next year. And that that's kind of neat that to work in an industry where that is not something you have to hide or feel, you know, subpar over if you don't know every single network. Mm-hmm. Um, we like any professional, you know, just, just being candid with a client saying that's not something I've done, but I'm happy to look into it, get back with my team, you know, loop back and see what might be an option. So, yeah. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, of course. And not every platform works for every client or for their clients, customers, if that makes sense. Like you may not find those specific customers on that platform. So even, you know, a discussion to be having with them, but yeah, that's yeah. So cool. Yeah. And if you, if you find yourself as a social media professional gravitating towards a couple of networks, mm-hmm. it's your call. If you decide to maybe only offer services on those networks, you know, the sky's the limit with what you choose to specialize in. Um, there's p- plenty of social media professionals that, um, may specialize in more of the video creation and gravitate towards Insta or TikTok. But to know LinkedIn inside and out, I mean, if that's something that you gravitate towards as well, you could certainly go down that path. Yeah, that makes total sense. Now, where can we learn more about Hey There Social Media and the Insiders Social Media Training Program? Oh, thank you for asking. So our main website, it's heythersocialmedia.com and it's H-A-Y, like my last name. Our main website will have any information about the program. I would suggest anyone that wants to know more than what the website tells you, just contact us. There's myself. I'm happy to schedule a call, a Zoom. Um, I do have a a team. There's other gals that have been through the program that you could speak with. So whether you you shoot me a quick email or head to the site and scour around, please do not hesitate to reach out and I would be happy to speak. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Emily. Oh, thank you, Jenny. I'm so excited to have the opportunity. What a great interview. I really appreciated learning more about Emily's Insider Social Media Training Program and how it's tailored towards busy moms. While I'm sure there are a lot of programs out there, I think the thing that stands out to me from this program is the continuation of a community even after you complete the training program. That's a really big deal. Trust me, as somebody who owns a business where I'm the only employee, it can be difficult to find a supportive network. So the fact that Emily's program provides that is really great. All right, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Emily. Join me next time for a solo show on how to avoid burnout as a multi-passionate creative. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope the information helps you tackle your own career switch goals. You can let me know what you thought of the show by messaging me on Instagram at GoFindOutCareerSwitch or commenting on one of my TikToks at EverGrowthCoach. That's it for today. Now go find out.